This is episode 213 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guest, Jamie Loftus. Plus, we'll talk to NASCAR mechanic Gary Greaserneck. All of this, and vroom vroom, cars go fast, only on Bleak and Review. Hello, everybody. This is Kevin Anderson, host of the Bleak and Review podcast, welcoming you to another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, you know. Supporting content, listening to content, absorbing content, short shareable content, sometimes, you know, long-form content, too. Uh, (laughs) Slowly losing my mind, uh, forcing myself to do an intro for this episode. Kind of tired, been out late the last couple nights. Last night, uh, finished production on a sketch that I'm going to be debuting tonight on the night that you're hearing this if you're listening to it the uh, day it comes out uh, something that I wrote with former uh, guest former former host of the show Matt Brousseau we worked on a trailer for a fake documentary and it's something that I wrote and we shot together and he edited and really made me uh, excited to do more projects uh, to see something that you just put on paper or when you were drunk one night, like, Hey, I should type out this dumb script and then like actually see it exist. Kind of how you visualized it is a pretty great feeling. And I haven't seen that in a while. I mean, not like to that extent, like the production value of it. Cause I mean, I put these out every week, but like podcasts, you know, you just leave the mic on and you don't know what's going to happen when you're recording. So you're just like, hey, that was fun. And hopefully everyone else is enjoying it. But something that is scripted and you've envisioned from the beginning and then you get to see it done. It just made me excited about making stuff again. It's kind of been not that interested in doing stand-up for the last month or so. Still doing it a little bit. But, and, you know, I'm still good at it. It's still great. Book me. But it just don't get as, like, I don't know. I feel I want to creatively fulfill myself in other ways. That's why writing for bunny ears has been nice. And then this little sketch thing. And I think I'm going to try to put some more different kinds of content out in the world in 2020. This is a pre-resolution. We're, uh, we're counting down the days so I can actually call it a resolution. And that's, of course, you know, putting out more video content is well above quitting smoking or not drinking as much because I know what my priorities are. All right. I have to make content. I have to make videos for YouTube that will get upwards of hundreds of views, uh, not do anything to substantially increase my life expectancy. None of that stuff. That's 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 bullshit. Speaking of uh, the opposite of short, shareable content, I uh, finally watched The Irishman, uh, The Irishman on Netflix, mostly to be part of the cultural conversation surrounding it because a lot of people on the internet have opinions on it and I don't really go to the movie theaters often so when something's on Netflix I feel obligated to like okay fine I'll, I'll participate and we can all discuss this after I see it and I guess not that anybody gives a shit but uh, my review is it's good it's a good Scorsese movie um, does it need to be three and a half hours long I don't know it I don't think it's felt like three and a half hours I think it was pretty good for being that long I just kind of Maybe I was in a weird headspace when I was watching it, but I just got annoyed with like how long some of the shots were. I was like, okay, yeah, if you cut this shot of Robert De Niro just kind of staring meaningfully from a, a restaurant booth by like 20 seconds every time it, it happens, you could have made this movie like two and a half hours long. 
It's a great two and a half hour Scorsese movie with an hour of De Niro just like not knowing how to, not knowing what to say. He's just like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say right now. I just don't know what to say. So I'm just going to look. And it's fine. Uh, <laughs> performances are very good in it. Pacino's great. I guess it just kind of triggered that thing in my brain that I think we can trace back to Return of the King when that came out. And that was like two hours, 45 minutes in the theatrical cut. And maybe, oh, good. <laughs> good good thing I have my, uh, my, my volume on my computer all the way up. Let's go ahead and turn that down. What was I saying? Um, yeah, I think we can trace it back to Return of the King. You know, like, a, like probably a, about three hours in the director's cut or whatever. And then like shortly after that, I don't remember exactly what year that came out. Maybe 2005, 2006? Who, I don't know. Everybody felt like their movie deserved to be three hours. <laughs> and with Scorsese, I'll give him a pass because, you know, he's doing his thing. Um, still not great at writing women, but, you know. Or like having them be in the movie at all. Just it's a lot of dudes doing dude things, and then every woman is like someone's girlfriend or someone's sister. They almost he almost did it when and spoiler alert, this is just backstory that doesn't come into play at all in the movie, but uh Joe Pesci's wife's character in the uh or Joe Pesci's character's wife, I should say. Joe Pesci's wife is not in the movie, I don't think. They're like, oh, yeah, she's from the Sicilians. You could trace her all the way back to the Sicilians uh, that came over. They're the Italian Mayflower. And then it's just never like her one scene is she does her husband's laundry. <laughs> and then like the never, never talked about again. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that it's I don't mind that movie being that long. But I think uh, I think Funny People's example of like a movie that was over two hours and it was like a dramedy and it just... Uh, Kind of exhausting, uh, and everyone, no one edits anymore. Nobody really wants to edit. They're like, nope, my whole thing as I wrote it. Uh, it's going to be three hours, and you're going to deal with it, America. Fuck you. I don't know. That's just funny to me. So, you know, go see The Irishman or whatever, or don't. I don't care. I don't have This is not brought to you by The Irishman. Is Irishman, is saying Irishman, is that like a slur, or is it Irish man? Or is it like uh, one of those things of like... Uh, just saying of the inflection that you have. Like if you say Jew or if you say Jew, you know what I mean? Like it's different. Or like, uh, what movie was that in where they're trying to come up with slur, like trying to figure out what things that they can't say in a workplace environment. And some characters like person of color. Like, well, when you say it like that, that does sound pretty aggressive. Anyway, that's my week, I guess. I shot a sketch. I watched one movie. That's it. <laughs> Uh, and I have made the executive decision to go back to therapy, which uh, I'm excited about. Oh, you're going back to therapy? That sounds like stuff for girls. Come on, Hatchet McDaniel. Hatchet McDaniels, you know it's not your time to record Man O'Clock. Get the hell out of the studio. All right, whatever, dude. Just, like, call me if you need someone to fucking cry to you about your problems. <laughs> Hatchet out. Sorry about that. He's He's a real bastard, that guy. His podcast records out of the studio, too, and uh, I can't imagine anybody enjoys it, but, you know, he pays me 50 bucks, so. Yep. <laughs> running out of steam. But speaking of running out of steam, we're not going to do that for this episode because this episode's about to get real fun because uh, up after this break, uh, I spoke to Jamie Loftus for her first time on the show, a very funny comedian. Uh if you live in major metropolitan areas, you may have had the opportunity to see her um, 
one woman show, Boss Whom is a Girl, which she has been touring around. Uh, it's fantastic. And we talk a little bit about that in this interview. Um, we talk about her time in Edinburgh at the Fringe Festival, which sounds like just madness to me, but I'll leave it for the interview. Um, and then a little later in the episode, uh, Jamie and I got to sit down and chat with uh, a mechanic for NASCAR, a NASCAR mechanic named Gary Greaserneck, who was a little late to the studio, but we, I mean, he came in hot and it was, uh, it was real fun uh, getting to learn, you know, the ins and outs of uh, being a quote unquote grease monkey, which also sounds like something that you can't say with a certain inflection. Um, so yeah, that's going to be this episode. It's going to be very fun. Uh, stick around after the break for more Bleak in Review with Jamie Loftus after this. SpawnCon now. Sponsored content. What is it even called? What's the company called? Uh, <coughs> bon and Vive. Bone and Vive. Ugh, I think less of <laughs> dear friend. Now. That's fantastic. I'm gonna try it. Unfortunate. That's not bad, everybody. It's pretty good. It's like juice. <laughs> it's bad. It's like juice. It's bad for you. Spiked? Is it spiked with like uh, uh, alcohol? Because I can't yeah. taste alcohol at all in it. Yeah. What is in it? I didn't. Spiked. Uh, yeah. Spikedseltzer.com. We just gave it a full promo. Full promo. Uh, use offer code uh, question marks. To <laughs> I don't know. I guess malt. I think they put like malt liquor in it. Oh, it's actually. Is it good? I mean, it's fence. drink. It's something I could drink. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it'll do what I what I what I want it to do. Uh, exactly. All right. Um, so you're comfortable there? Is that good for you? Yeah. All right. While I'm making sure your levels are good, can you tell me a story from your childhood? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about this because I was just home. Uh, Back in Boston, correct? Yeah. yeah. Well, from a, I'm from a suburb of Boston that's even worse than Boston. Oh, right? no, no. I know that. I'm from a suburb of Sacramento. It's easier just to say that, though. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Essentially Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, uh, I was thinking about our neighbor who died because it was getting to be like winter and there's i don't know what was going i'm like i think i might have a repressed memory with him but maybe i don't oh no what i remember happening and i've never i talked to my dad about it and he was just like yeah i don't want to talk about it and i was like oh my god whoa but there was like one time i was playing outside by myself in a like little snow fort me and my cousins had made mm. and he came over and he was like a gambling addict and a drug addict and it was like there which wasn't like unusual in our neighborhood but like <laughs> i knew him and so like jack cronin came up and was like jamie cool for it i was like hell yeah thanks i'm eight <laughs> and he's like what I remember him saying is something was wrong with the electrical system at his house. And could I come to his house and did I know how to fix it? Cause what? He, heard, cause he heard that I had good grades in science and that I, sounds like something you would say to a little kid to like to yeah. make him feel good, but like not to actually expect him to do it. I know. And I remember like not believing him, but like also not knowing how to not be polite to every adult. Yes. So I was just like, oh, I'll and come. Adults sure. are infallible at this point in my life. Like they would yeah. never. Absolutely. I'm like, and I'm like, I don't, I know that I don't trust. Like I didn't even try. I knew I didn't trust him. But I was like, I don't know what to do. My parents weren't outside. I'm really scared where this is going. Well, this is where I'm like, okay. I don't know what happened. But I, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I remember going into his house and being like, ooh, this is 
you know, it was, it was, you know, no, he, it was just him in, in yeah. the house and I'm pretty sure he like inherited it and then just like ruined it. Yeah. It was all probably like damp, uh, yeah. dingy kind of. Yeah. And I remember my dad getting there and being like, Jack, why is Jamie near those wires? So I, I don't know what he was going <laughs> to so do. So he did have you look at the electrical I think system. he might've just been like high out of his mind and was like, let Maybe. me get this honorable eight year old to fix you. I don't think, but I, but I remembered like l- looking at wires and being like, I'll figure this out. And then my dad being like, what the fuck? <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> wow. Being so mad. Jamie, I got to tell you, I've asked that question to everybody for sound check on this podcast for the last seven weeks and that was the scariest one <laughs> so far <laughs> i'm always like i hope they don't bring up something that could be like real dark but that one seems like it didn't go I yeah th- i don't think it's real dark. but yeah. there's also a version of that story where i'm like oh that kind of sounds like a story that your child brain would mutate to protect yourself right like he probably didn't like the why is jamie near the wires and it's just like i don't know like that did i make up the whole electrical thing like am i, I just know. good at science wow I don't know. Shit. <laughs> I have no idea. But my dad was like, oh, I'm glad he's dead. Also, he's dead. No, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't live there anymore. He died. Yeah. Did he die yeah. natural causes? Uh, he, uh, no. Electrical shock? <laughs> he, d- he died of uh, 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 various addiction causes. But I don't. I don't know if he's, I feel bad. Yeah, I mean, he sounds like a creep at the very least. Absolutely. Uh, at, at the best, he was just fucked up on drugs and being a weirdo. At the worst, he was a pedophile. <laughs> like that's the that's exactly. the right, like that's not the a good gamut we're dealing with. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember that my dad was like so happy when he died. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, Did he do, was that like a problem neighbor? Because I mean, as uh, people listening to this have no idea, we just finished watching a show about neighbors killing each other. Was he like a problem neighbor or? Not really. Our neighborhood was kind of all over the place where it was like low income families and then like a couple people who are left over from when my hometown was a lot nicer. Yeah. And so it's like older people who like are mad that everyone's poor now. Oh, old money versus, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, And then, and then, you know, like uh, some some like drug s- situations sprinkled in here and there. So kind of all over the yeah, place. Yeah, the suburbs are a crazy hotbed of, especially like what I've noticed. My, my neighborhood, it was uh, uh, like, I'm trying to think of that. Per- not Percocet, uh, something like Percocet. What? Uh, oxycodone oh. <laughs> or oh. Oxycontin. Yeah, that's yeah. a classic. Yeah, one. that was that's a classic suburb a drug. Classic. Yeah, that was the, the place, uh, uh, the town over from us had a big problem and really then, yeah and they would always deflect like just uh southern massachusetts has like a pretty bad reputation oh yeah but like uh, they would just deflect onto brockton by being like well there's all those gangs in brockton i was like well that doesn't mean that there's any less oxycut like that d- was that all those gangs that point. are trafficking and vicodin and prescription medications and yeah. stuff i was like yeah, at least our gangs are Sober. No. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got I the most the, those <laughs> gang members that have like dare and red and blue, and they shoot the other ones. Exactly. <laughs> uh, just, there is something about that uh, that that like memory. Like you made you just made me think of something that I kind of repressed from my childhood. Oh, uh, good. Well, not like not like a thing that happened to me, but I remember like for sure like I saw someone die when I was really young. Like oh I gosh. saw a lady get t boned by a semi truck, like an older oh, woman. Yeah, and I was like terrible. seven or six, and. Like, I just remember, like, I didn't remember that for a long time. And then, like, it just came up. I was like, oh, yeah, that lady's dead. Like, that happened. Like, there's a weird thing to that. Like, where in my memory, like, was it as bad as an accident? I'm like, no, it was for sure a semi-truck. My grandfather is, um, he's, like, 90, and his memory is kind of iffy. But I I saw him 
uh, last week and he told me a story that I was just, I checked with my aunt later to be like, I don't think that that, I think that that was maybe like a false memory kind of thing. Cause it's he, sometimes that happens. Yeah. But I was like, Papa was telling me that he saw someone jump off the Eiffel tower <laughs> and she was like, that's, yeah, he did. That's and theatrical. It's a tr- I know. I was like, what a weird, th- but, but apparently he did. Wow. In like the seventies before there were like a lot of preventative measures. Yeah. I was, that's what I was going to ask. I don't know much about the, uh, int- the structural integrity of the Eiffel tower. I've never been, but there's I imagine a, there's a lot of that. that there's they try a to lot prevent. of things that prevent you from trying to take <laughs> your own life from it. Like it's, it's, pretty much like caged in now yeah but yeah i guess in the 70s it wasn't and he was there with like his fate like my mom and her sisters (laughs) and he saw it but they were facing the other way and he was like uh it was probably like a beautiful parisian night and uh or something and then just a body just a body and the end of in bruges (laughs) i know because i was telling my pa i was like oh yeah i like went to paris over the summer and he was like I saw someone jump off the Eiffel Tower. I was like, okay. <laughs> but it was all true. I mean, it was just. That's wild. Did I he, uh, how, uh, was that like, so he was there with his whole family to like scar them for life? Like how close to the impact were they? Not that close. Okay, okay. So he, I think that he was able to like mostly hide it from the kids. Okay. But like he and my grandma both like that, yeah. saw Full it. frontal. <laughs> if my, I think that it, like if the kids were taller, they would have seen it, but they were like in line. So oh, wow. It. Yeah. It's wild. That is fucking wild. That is, God, one more dark story and then we'll get to the official intro for you here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just reminded me of a story that a friend told me that his dad and him were, f- I think they were either fishing or doing something on a small boat, like near the like underneath the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. Oh, no. And then like this just, you know, huge just slap on the water like a fucking bag of bricks just fell off. And then a guy floats up all fucked up, not dead. And But then the first thing he says in his days is just, am I in hell? No. <laughs> yeah. no. Like as they drag him out of the water, <laughs> he's like, is this hell? Like hell is a fishing dinghy in the San Francisco Bay. <laughs> oh, well, what a, what a beautiful memory. Yeah. God. Uh, something about recording this episode after the sun has set has made this podcast more dark than it normally is. I know. We've got spiked seltzer. we got spiked seltzer and dead bodies oh, dropping. Worth of memories. <laughs> Electrical mayhem. Uh, this is Bleak and Review, of course. We were turning from that cold open there. Uh, I remain Kevin Anderson. Joining me today here uh, as my first guest, uh, first time on the show, I believe. Yeah. No, I know for a fact. I don't know why it's I say true. I believe. <laughs> it's definitely true. Snopes confirmed. <laughs> uh, Jamie Loftus. Hello, Jamie. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. People would know you, obviously, from the, the Bechtel cast yeah. and uh, from Boss Whom is a Girl. Yes. Which I wanted to ask you about this because you just did a few months ago, earlier this year, you were in uh, Edinburgh with it. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, sorry, that's my s- anecdote that I told my grandfather and triggered him with. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what set him off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Boston was a uh, girl's, uh, the one woman show, uh, which I haven't got a chance to see yet, but I've heard a lot of glowing reviews of it. It sounds fucking wild and I want to see it next time it's happening. But uh, yeah. when you were in Scotland, was that uh, your first time being at Edinburgh? Yeah. For the festival? Yeah, it was a lot. It was, it's so, I mean, it was really cool and really exciting, but it was just like so, I sort of went being like, I know it's intense and I know that you're performing every day, but yeah. our show is at 11 at night. So I was like, ah, oh, it'll kind of be like a vacation. You know, like do See stuff the during sites the during the day. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and it just like was not, <laughs> so scary all the time. And I thought that I'd be, wa- but it's like the whole day I would just be like concerned because you just don't know if, 
you know, you're like, is anyone going to come? Is that like, and if, and all the audiences from night to night were so different. Right. Cause it's just kind of, people kind of just like amble around and just find things that are happening at the time. Right. Like yeah. no one's really got like a schedule of events for the most part. For the most part, like you have to really rely on word of mouth. I think that like max there would be five people in an audience who were there on purpose. Oh, okay. I thought you had total. Then, oh my <laughs> there fortunately there we it was one night where it was like 15 and you're we like, "Oh no." But <laughs> we're in like a 65 seat little storage container yeah where we're performing and uh yeah it's like five people are maybe there on purpose and everyone else is like uh, i don't know gotta let's do see something. what this lady's gonna do right <laughs> right, right so it's like it was really like the the days were horrible because you're just like it's just anxiety uh, the whole time right yeah, i could totally yeah. imagine like i get i ran like ran a monthly show by my like you know in a similarly sized theater yeah. for a while uh, which you actually did the last a, one ever of. <laughs> it was a great show. Yeah, it was good. I it just, uh, I had, the venue didn't have their own tech people and it was always the same kind of thing as I was like, is everything going to fall apart? Like, so the anxiety yeah. building up to it, I can never enjoy my own show. And I imagine when you're like, I'm at this like very prominent festival and it's mm -hmm. like, like you said, based on word of mouth alone. So it's like, you don't know what's going to happen. And I'm sure yeah. that all day it was probably just a nightmare. <laughs> it was hell. I realized I was, I thought at first, like when I have friends that are doing their show, it's like two forty five. I was like, Oh, that's going to be so awful. But they had like the greatest lives ever. Cause they yeah. would worry until two thirty, Yeah. And then they have the rest of their day. And like, but yeah, we so were you had up until 11, 11 p.m. Oh no. It just was like full body, <laughs> like scared. It was like, uh, um, did it. And you, so you did, uh, <laughs> When it happens, it's you do do the show every night, and yeah. is it does it start to weigh on you to do? I'm assuming you haven't done mm -hmm. that many of the same show back to back before. Yeah, no, this is definitely. I think that I've coming up on doing this show over forty times, but probably closer to fifty now. But it was in yeah in Edinburgh, you do it uh, twenty six or twenty seven nights in a row. Wow, yeah. that's fucking crazy. It's too many. Yeah, <laughs> did, did that many. start kind of weighing on you, like like mentally, like did you? Did you think like it got stronger by the end or were you kind of like, yeah, cause you're just going through the motions maybe. Yeah. It more. definitely got better. I like, I definitely learned, I think like I learned mostly as a like performer, just, it was really weird. I'd never done something so much that I like knew it so well that I could like kind of like this. And this isn't even like a good thing, but like yeah. leave my body during the show. Cause Absolutely. I just, Cause it was used, it used to be like, Oh, it's like a 65 minute show. I have to remember everything. I'd be so like, too present because I was scared. Yeah, like what's coming up next? What's coming up next? And all yeah, that. Yeah, and like absolutely. not not being in the moment at all because I was like, uh, do I know what I'm doing in a minute? But then it, I knew it so well that I was like, Whoop, and that's, sometimes yeah. I feel like I would wake up in like the middle and be like, no, that's not. But it's it, uh, it was lucky that like there's a lot of audience participation in mine, right. so it's like I had to be there. Yeah, the cues for do the thing, people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how people do like. I mean, I guess this is true. I guess best case scenario, you would do a play a lot of times yeah. the same way. But yeah, I was like, if I didn't have those like cooked in parts where I'm like, I have to be here for that. I don't know what I would have done. I can imagine. Yeah. Like I just think of it as like an extended version of, cause I've never done like theater or anything, but like there's certain bits that I have in my stand up that are like, there's like, oh, this is the long chunk of dialogue that has to be the same every time, like, or like whatever yeah. it is in the bit. And like, after you do it enough times, like it is kind of an autopilot thing. 
But when I go into that autopilot, I've noticed that I've like, oh, I forgot a key thing and I just skipped over that. And right. So like, that's the fear, right? Yeah. It's always like that. Yeah. God, that sounds like hell. Like just mentally hell. Like I'm sure it was creatively very awesome for you. It was really scary. I'm like, I don't know. I want to go back, but I'm like, maybe not this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a, like it's a gauntlet. So heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Did, uh, was it, uh, uh, was there ever any moments where you were like, I don't know if I could keep I don't know if I can finish this run of shows. Like, were you like broken down at any point and to build yourself back up? There were days where, I mean, cause it's also like, you're worried about reviews the whole time. Oh, right. Like, That's the other thing. Are a critical part. I think like after I got, cause we got, I started out with like a good run of like four and five star reviews. I'm like, cool. Awesome. World word of mouth. And then I got like a three star review and I was like, I'm going to, Oh, I'm done. I, yeah, I I'm guess I'm retired. <laughs> I guess I'm retired. Like we had one day off. The entire run. And I brought uh, my boyfriend um, before he was my boyfriend was working tech on this show. And then be he became my boyfriend. And then it was like, oh, what a fun thing for <laughs> he us. He became my boyfriend. <laughs> just somehow through osmosis, it just happened. He, had, he hatched out of the neck. <laughs> you were incubating uh, him. <laughs> but he was with me the whole time, which was great to not, if, if I was worrying about tech on top of everything, I would be very unhappy. Yeah, it's, God. I mean, like you were saying, it's the worst thing in the world. And yeah. Techs are so undervalued and like I get so nervous when any anybody does like even if I'm just watching like a multimedia thing at like the pack theater or something like some slideshow or PowerPoint like I just get so uncomfortable for the person like oh my god I hope their PowerPoint works or whatever because right, right. like that feeling of oh it hasn't started yet because there's tech problems like mm -hmm. you, just, you could feel everybody around you like knowing it at the same time yeah and like getting uncomfortable not knowing how to handle that my like th second or third night it was not his fault it was the fault of i mean just the infrastructure where we were performing in a shipping container and so <laughs> i keep forgetting that part right it's beautiful shipping <laughs> but it was a shipping container uh and and the, something went wrong with the inputs or the power or something went wrong that was out of his control right and definitely out of my control and i just had to like or maybe, it w I don't even, I l they all blurred together. It was one show. It was either at the very beginning or the very end. <laughs> this sounds a lot like uh, one of your repressed memories. <laughs> I can't remember if uh, if the man did anything, but I know that the show happened. <laughs> I think it was towards the end. I think because I was, I, I would have been more upset about it or like more like, fuck about it if it was while we were still getting reviews. I think it must have been after. Oh, okay. Yeah, because so you, like, you were like, we'll let this one, we'll chalk it up. It's fine. The reviews are in already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like the first like 19 shows, I think that that was like the like zone of when reviewers are allowed to come. Yeah. And then for the last week, it's like, okay, I could just, but the, all the tech broke and I had to like, be like, and this is where this would happen. Uh, so Does that really funny? <laughs> <laughs> like everyone, fortunately, that was like a cool, uh, but it was horrible. <laughs> I imagine, I imagine that, yeah, you had to improvise in that moment and like make the cons. Like what? So this is what this slide would have been, or this part of the thing. Oh god, that like I'm getting yeah. like just getting like anxious thinking about that. It's so horrible, <laughs> and it's like yeah, thinking about watching it is also. I'm like, I feel so bad for everybody <laughs> that they have to like. They feel so bad for me. And yeah. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> well, and you're back stateside now. Uh, yeah. We're all doing, yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> no, you're satelliting this in from Edinburgh still. Still trying to get the tech just never right. never left. <laughs> never, yeah, once I just fell in love with, you know, S Scotland in the winter. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but uh, obviously, uh, on the day people are hearing this, it's been a week since Thanksgiving. But the day we're recording it, it was two days ago. Uh, my pre-planned, my super secret pre-planned interview question, which is the classic segment on the show, oh, is... Uh, What's your least favorite holiday? 
Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's fun. I who. I was gonna say favorite, but I was like, that oh, I wanna get let's get the dirt. Let's get the dirt, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm this is like maybe a very New England answer. I don't like St. Patrick's Day. Oh, uh, okay. I it, can imagine. It bothers me. I don't I just I just don't enjoy any uh it feels like white supremacy <laughs> i don't like it it makes me uncomfortable the people that really go hard on saint patrick's day are often I feel kind like of leaning in that direction maybe that venn diagram is not yeah, so good yeah but it's green <laughs> it's a green Definitely all green <laughs> it's a four-leaf clover of venn diagrams uh, yeah like i just i don't know and i and i like I, it definitely it was funny like my first saint patrick's day here i was like oh no one cares. Like, yeah, there's maybe a couple bars, like, but that's about it. Like, that's not, it's not the whole city goes into chaos on St. Patrick's Day. I was, like, lightly critical of St. Patrick's Day when I was working at a newspaper in Boston, and I got, like, almost fired. Wow. And I, uh, the rival newspaper wrote a hit piece about me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> about how I was hateful and, like, how it, I wrote, like, I followed around on, so, like, on St. Patrick's Day, the assignment was like hang out with a bartender in Southie yeah. all day. So like Southie is where the only place in Massachusetts people make movies about for some reason. Yeah. But it ben is Ben Affleck's like, a huge fan. He loves <laughs> he the, town. the town. The motherfucking town. So it's gone there. to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty much like like that. And and so it was horrible and it was like everyone was drunk. It was a disaster. And I wrote about it. I was just like this sucked for, yeah. for the bartender and for me and for the world. And the Boston Herald wrote like a very like personally cruel piece. They like wow. looked up my comedy and was like, "Oh, like, she's not even funny or something yeah, like that." It was like, kind of like it was. It was phrased. I forget exactly how it was phrased. It was like Miss Loftus, who in her spare time tries her hand at sketch comedy. I was like, oh. it was like so. Yeah, this little hurtful. hobby of hers uh, that know. we couldn't give a fuck about. It was really so. I just yeah, I don't like St. Patrick's Day for those reasons. That's completely valid. I yeah. think. Uh, I think. What's your least favorite? Well, I was gonna say I'm gonna piggyback on that, and then I'm gonna try to think of what mine is. But my thing I don't like about St. Patrick's Day is. And maybe this is more of a college thing, but there's like all these like, like you have to like do weird drinking things. Like you can't, it's not enough to just be drunk. It's like, no, we got to do Irish car bombs or yeah, we have like, to do. And like, we don't, it's, I, like it's we just don't. such an exhausting way to get drunk. Yeah, <laughs> It's very draining. And it's like, and, it, and the people who are into it are never fun. It's like, they scare me. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't like in Chicago I think it's the the other place where it's really bad. They fuck they like yeah, Chicago, the river. Boston. Yeah, they, that, I've heard about that which can't be good Horrible. for the environment. I mean, I don't Horrible. have any facts. Maybe At it's what fine. Cost? <laughs> At yeah. what cost? Uh, I think my, I don't know, I, I don't really ha hate, I mean, I'm not a huge Halloween fan, I've covered that on many episodes, Ooh, but just, cake. yeah, I mean, I don't, it's not like I, I, I'm against it, it's just I don't care about it as much, like, I'm not into, like, going to haunted houses and stuff, like, it's Ooh. just not my tea. I like the aesthetic, but not the yeah. parties. and I like, like, scary movies and stuff, but yeah. I, I don't like, the, again, the, the, uh, the idea that I have to wear a costume to be accept, uh, accepted into a party or something like it's that. It's Halloween culture, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, uh, I was thinking about my first four Fourth of July here, and I normally like Fourth of July, but I lived in uh, uh, Boyle Heights at the time, and that Fourth of July was so crazy because 
it sounded like an active war zone in my neighborhood the whole day. Yeah, my boyfriend lives in Boyle Heights. And yeah. It, it, the They're still going. <laughs> They're still wild. doing it. wild. Yeah. It's so wild. I was playing Call of Duty in my living room, and I was like, this is truly immersive right now. I feel like I'm just, on a battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> it was very accurate. I just want to get invited. I yeah, just, I want to invite and then politely decline. Uh, I would I would go no, for I would, definitely I would go. go for two hours. If they invited me to the neighborhood like explode fest or whatever was going on, yeah. I would probably be enjoying it more. But because I'm now the neighbor that's like, I'm You're home and I'm not in I could hear people having fun. Right. Maybe that's maybe that's <laughs> the problem with it. <coughs> Excuse me. So speaking of uh, things being a problem, what's not going to be a problem is we're going to go to a quick break here because it looks like our next guest just arrived at the studio. Ooh. I'm very excited to get to know him. I don't know much about him other than that his name is Gary Grease- Greaserneck. Oh, no. Uh, so maybe he's a big fan of uh, St. Patrick's Day. Sounds like it might be. <laughs> I did, that's, I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can stick around, right, Jamie? Yeah, of All course. right, cool. So we're going to do a quick break here on Bleak Review. We will be... Rewind. We will be back with more Bleak Review with more Jamie Loftus and Gary Greaserneck after this. Uh, Bleak and Review, we have returned. I remain Kevin Anderson with me as always for this episode, <laughs> Jamie Loftus. Hi. Not official co-host, but in the uh, capacity of this interview segment, certainly. But really going, f- you know, fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah cracking knuckles yeah. currently. Really hoping. Well, let's get some foley. Okay, I get. I can only do Oh, that was my wrist. <laughs> that's fucked. There, that's, you took it too far. I'm 29 and I sound like I'm 100. Uh, <laughs> and joining us here is our uh, second guest on the episode. I'm very excited. He uh, just pulled up hot screech to a halt right outside mm-hmm. uh, in his souped up vehicle. Uh, please welcome to the show uh, NASCAR mechanic Gary Greaserneck. Hello, hey, Gary. How y'all doing? Hey. How everybody going on? Hey. Good. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us and uh, braving the L.A. storm to drive yeah, out here. Yeah, yeah. Once again, sorry for all the oil stains I'm getting on the <laughs> yeah, chair. You yeah, know, all, the, all you got to do is get a little club soda and then buy a new chair. Yeah, That's so cool. You're kind of like, yeah, you're kind of just seeping oil out of you, it looks <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah. Look, when you become a real grease neck, uh, you know, they, you know, you got your gearheads, you got, you got sure. your, your grease monkeys. <laughs> And I'm a grease neck. Oh, that's the hierarchy. What yeah, is yeah. it? Yeah, oh, in that order? Yeah, yeah. You got to, yeah, yeah. Gearhead, green monkey, green neck. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. I thought it sounds like grease monkey would be the bottom, but that is the middle. Intermediate. No, is it because it's the one that sounds like a slur? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Once you get it, it in, you're sound, like, mm. it doesn't sound right. There, <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, so you're Gary. Greaseneck. Is that your actual last name? Or yeah, is that I, your I, I, yeah, it's a family business. So, you wow. know, people would say, you know, uh, your last name used to be what your name was back in the day. Nominative yeah. determinism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. So, oh, okay. So, like, if you found somebody whose name was like Bob Banker, then your name said <laughs> right. Bob they had the right. Banker. You know, uh, <laughs> wow. uh, John Carpenter and the Carpenter family before <laughs> music, they were doing Carpenter. Right. And they should they should have just stuck with it. Yeah, yeah. The Greenecks, you know. Well, first we were, we were doing, you know, we 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 mess with food. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We were doing the food cooking, fried oils, but then you know, I I pivoted. The You're just doing grease work, like it's whatever you can do with yeah. grease. Yeah, a lot of grease work, but now, <laughs> now I'm like, okay. It's time to get in the car. Yeah, right. focus, focus your uh, skills in a very specific area. Yeah, yeah. It was at a young age. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was 34. Oh, 34, young age. Young age is 34. Spring chicken, yeah. Yeah, and I was, uh, 
I was well, I was trying to splice, uh, you know. Uh, good uh, movie. Uh, you, you, that, that was a good movie. <laughs> but I was trying to splice, you know, uh, uh, sunflower oil. Yes. Right? Yeah. With yeah. olive oil. Trying to make a new oil. Ah, uh, okay. yes. Make make a new grease. And we can't be we sure. can't be uh, reliant on these fossil fuels. Exactly. Right. But then I started watching, started watching Fast and Furious. Oh. I, like, I gotta I gotta figure out what that all about. I need to be, I need to be doing I. So up until this point, had you not seen cars in movies before? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Wow. I, stuck, I stuck to movies about food. <laughs> Waited so long for the yeah. hit film Chef. Oh, but it the, was, but that has a car in it. That must have been like, huge that's for what you. I should have been knowing. Instead of working on cars, I should have been thinking how to combine cars and movies. Yeah, because yeah. you could. Well, and then in Chef, I mean, like, there's not only is there uh, grease in the car, but then they're making food with grease in the car. That's like, that's true. like a, that's the a, whole grease umbrella, you know, is 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 represented. In yeah, Chef. that's what I like to call a real grease topia. <laughs> real grease. Like episode cool. title later kevin uh, <laughs> uh and so you were you saw fast and furious you're like i gotta get it i gotta Wait, get in the mix of this which, which fast and furious yeah, the, first, is, yeah. the first the first one the first one where they steal all the dvd where players they steal all the dvd players oh, i'm like oh I gotta, I gotta get into that i need a soup up a car yeah so i was looking at that i was like yeah you can steal a whole bunch of dvd players or maybe barrels of grease right you know, that's true back in the bootlegging days you know when when the <laughs> Mafiosos oh, owned all the olive oil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eastbound yeah. and down, yeah. loaded up Reef in trucking. Decks. Yeah, we had to we had to smuggle it another way. You had to get olive oil by going into uh, fake doors hidden behind barrels and speakeasies yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. It was a tough time in America, for sure. Uh, and you may have, you were alive to see it, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. No, I've been around a long time. <laughs> Um, And I I had a quick question. Uh, You said you're currently uh, at the level of Grease Neck. Is that correct? That's where you're at? Yeah, yeah. Like in the hierarchy, as we were saying. It's kind of one I made up. Oh, okay. I'm I'm at a level where no one can reach. Okay, I was going to ask if there was a pinnacle to the mountaintop. But yeah, Yeah, okay. I mean, I think the official is uh, Gearhead, Grease Monkey, Uh Truffle Nut. (laughs) Oh, there's more. Speed Crank. (laughs) Speed Crank. Okay. Drive shaft. <laughs> oh, okay. Mechanic. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And then grease neck. And then grease yeah, neck. Yeah, yeah. Then grease neck. I'm a butt out. Because you are a because you are a mechanic by trade for NASCAR. You said. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I'm, I'm I'm pretty much like a four hire mechanic, which means I just stay in the pit area and like say, "Who need help?" And yeah. I'll just work on a car. Well, right? I told I told my worst uncle that you were going to be here, and he was he was really starstruck. Uh, well, yeah, it's in about regards. Yeah, all of our worst uncles are big fans of uh, yours. Yeah. Gary yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you do you want me to look here? I'll grab I'll grab that mug. Yeah, yeah. You, and just let him know that's my handprint. Can, can, yeah, I was gonna say, can you just like kind of just spray some you. grease on my my white shirt here? Yeah, there you go. Oh, thank my you uncle so much. Butch would be so excited. Oh well, just send Butch my regards. Oh, you know? he's gonna lose. Yeah, I don't know which one it is. I got a lot of butches in my inbox. You know, <laughs> the, my uncle Butch would always point at the screen on the NASCAR race and be like, you know, for for people of your profession, they would be he'd be like, it doesn't happen without oh, the guys. So he's like he's like a ban- he's not a bandwagon NASCAR guy. Oh, he's there yeah. for he's there for no, the, the real heroes. He's like the guys in the pit. Those yeah. are the real heroes. That That's- almost brings a tear to my greasy eye. Because, <laughs> you know, we often get for, you know forgotten. People all the time talk about Dale Arnhart Jr. Dale, <laughs> Dale Arnhart Jr. Jr. <laughs> yeah, that's all they can't. Well, it's the only Dale Arnhart to, left. Yeah, yeah. They can't stop talking about it, but they yeah. ain't talking about Philip McClink. 
No. <laughs> Philip McClink, he was the, you know, in the big race that Dale won that made his claim to fame. Yeah. Was that Phil nothing. Up McClink? Was that his yeah, name? Phil, okay. Phil Up McClink. Oh, that's why I just want to make sure I heard that he's right. The one I who, that he's guy. the one who made sure those ties were tied on tight so he can get around that track right. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it must be, it, it must be kind of uh, frustrating for, like, I mean, like, obviously there's diehard fans like Jamie's uncle that, like, know you and appreciate you, but, like, most of the time... Uh, you probably get like, you know, people pass you the street or they, you know, they look down on you because they don't think that your profession is as admirable as the, you know, being a flashy Jeff Gordon type. Oh, yeah. They definitely look at me as if I'm just some dirty man, but I, <laughs> they don't know where this dirt comes from. The dirt <laughs> comes from these NASCARs. Right. <laughs> and you've been uh, you've been working on them for a while. How long have you been in uh, working with NASCAR specifically? Probably about uh 30 years. Okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah. just a few years before you saw Fast and Furious. Yeah, just a few years more. <laughs> wow. Okay. Because I was I was in there, you know, I, I, I count all my time at the organization. So I was, you know. Oh, like the I was, organization. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was, I was in a grease ch- trade, so obviously I was selling hot dogs. Right. And nuts. You know, <laughs> yeah, dog. Sure. Hell yeah, bro. Uh, but once I saw Fast and Furious, I was like, I got to get down in the pits. Yep, got to so get I put in there. my nuts aside, and <laughs> I went down to the pits. And I said, hey, whoever need help, whoever need help. It only seems right. Yeah. Did you have a resume covered in grease or anything, or you just kind of? Nah, I just, just went in there and just, just stuck my hand in the grease. Like, you stuck uh, your hand in the grease. Like, this might be nut grease right now, but it's gonna be you know lug nut grease. <laughs> your family must be so proud and excited. Actually, no, it's caused complete turmoil. Yeah, because no. you're the yeah. first one to kind of break out yeah, of the, the tradition. First one, and they so can't there's been a schism. It. There's okay. been sort of a schism. Okay. Half of the family want to stick to food. The other half, they're on the car side with me. Don't they? Haven't they seen Chef? Don't they know you can have it both ways? I mean, those are the hybrids that neither of us like. You know, <laughs> you got to choose one, baby. No, I don't need your food trucks. You can take your fusion Korean tacos and and go down uh, the Orange County or something. Yeah, that's they have <laughs> Wait, very, is that what I felt Orange County very Chef into did. very into foreign food trucks. <laughs> so much they can every time, every time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just, so you caused a, a schism in the family by yeah, splitting away. Sh- yeah, yeah. So, you know, the, you just be careful what you bring up to this particular Grease next. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know. Don't get him any Tool albums. Yeah. Oh, that's, a, that's a joke about schism. All right. <laughs> I learned the word schism from a series of unfortunate events. Oh. That's what I learned. Nice. Count Olaf or something like that? Yeah, right? there's a schism in there. There's a schism in there somewhere. Uh, I was thinking of schism when it was the X-Men crossover event where oh. they split between Cyclops and Wolverine. And there was oh. a schism. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected you yeah, to you, know. Yeah, uh, you're a big comic book fan. You lots, lots, of time, lots of time because I... I think most of the pit crews are like, we got it. So then, you know, I got to pick up comic books. Uh, well, you got to read, reason. yeah. Yeah, waste me. But, but soon when the pit crew's like, yeah, hand me that lug nut, I'm in it. You I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Gary, you're the immortal Hulk of NASCAR mechanics. <laughs> if I may throw throw my stab at oh, that, 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 oh, wow, that was whew, that was a good reference. <laughs> <laughs> a solid reference right You there. eat the gods out of those, yeah. <laughs> those cars, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is the extent of my knowledge of that series. Let's move on. Um, so, uh, 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 do you have any siblings? That, and are they also kind of? Uh, at least this sounds like a parents that are upset with you for breaking from the trade. Do you have siblings that uh, are also grease people, or yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> th- th- this sibling, you know, she uh, 
she changed her last name. It's almost like she's afraid of the grease, even though she's deep in the grease. <laughs> but my sister, Auntie yeah. Silverstein, uh, you know, she's been on Chef's Table. You know, oh, she's yeah. been, you know, she's Moza Pizza with the that that uh, Batelli. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's the molester. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah I was gonna say yeah, that's they the started Moza together. I can't uh, believe she works with the molester. Well, chef. not anymore. You know, oh, she okay. was like, you well, gotta get good. the boot. That's the grease neck model. You only stick good. your hand in grease and nothing else. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Grab him by that's, the lug nuts. That's very righteous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, uh, so you got a, a famous chef sister, um, yeah. cool. and then uh, any other any other siblings, or is that just the two? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's so it's her, and then you know, I, of course, I got cousins. Yeah, lots yeah. of cousins. You know, on the on the uh, it, this is this is obviously you know th- this cousin went and mixed things up. You oh, know, they, okay. They want the, another one who changed their last name, but I feel like it's Greece adjacent. <laughs> It's my cousin Vin Diesel. Uh, <laughs> wait, wow. wait, yeah. wait. Vin Diesel is Did, your cousin? Yeah, yeah. That's a big reveal. So is that how you found out about fat? Did well, you get to yeah, like, see like it I said, I don't watch movies with cars in them. Right. And then I was like, well, let me support my cousin Vin. Uh-huh. Uh, see what he's up to on the see silver screen. See what he's screen. up to. And he changed my life when I saw him. Wow. Yeah. So he's wow. literally family. Oh yeah, he's like he's the m- second most famous person in your family. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't took my suggestion because he was, you know, I was, I didn't know what he was writing at the time, but he was like, he was like, yo, uh, <coughs> Gary, <laughs> uh, Vin, classic Vin. I need you to. I he was like, I need some type of uh, some kind of Mexican beer to like toss in here, and I said Modelo. Oh, sure. I watched the movie. They got Coronas. I'm like, okay, uh, so you don't want to li- you don't want to listen to old Gary. Just a just a little bit of a step down, <laughs> a little bit. That's that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, that would have been good. Is brewed for kings. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Corona, Corona the poppers. Yeah, Corona. We were uh, before you arrived in the studio. We we're talking a little bit about uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day, and that is the every other day of the year. That is the kind of beer that those angry Bostonian types probably enjoy. Is like a Corona on a porch, you know, with a bad oh, couch. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of regional terrible, like not oh yeah, terrible, yeah. but there's yeah, Yingling maybe on the East Coast. Is no, that no, 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 no. Uh, it's more of you a get South a Gansett. thing. You get a Gansett. Oh. You get an Narragansett. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's wow. it's very Massachusetts because you gotta make your mouth real small to. <laughs> You just got to sound mad. Yeah, Yeah. that sounds like good, refreshing beverage. Uh, Gary, you strike me as a guy that likes like an IPA or like a like a either an IPA or like a Budweiser. I don't know. There it is. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that that was two. You know, very different things. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sir, cast a wide net. Only three letters I like in my beer is B U D, baby. (laughs) I like that. Big, big high five. Big greasy high five. I like that. (laughs) <laughs> where, are you, where are you from originally, Gary? Oh, uh, well, it, where I'm from originally, well, that's pretty simple. I'm from <laughs> Spokane, Washington. Of course. Oh, okay. Spokane, Washington. Yeah, yeah. I had a feel, yeah, because that's big where Vin NASCAR Diesel's culture. from. We all know. Yeah, yeah big NASCAR. Cult. Pacific Northwest loves their NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. they love it. And, you They're know, trying to escape that. You know that that stereotype there, but it's I go up there and I expect a lot of NASCAR. Keep, oh yeah, keep that's, Portland that's, turning left. They say. I mean, that's why you know that's why they were the Seattle Supersonics because that's what it sounded oh, like with all yeah. those NASCARs running around. Yeah, breaking mm-hmm. the sound barrier. Yeah, and shit. yeah, baby. Hell yeah. Do you uh, like the movie Cars? 
No, I don't like it. I don't. I I think that was a disrespect to cars and humans. Wow. How, <laughs> how so? I could see the cars thing maybe, but uh, how's it? I it disrespect to cars because it's like, look, uh, we're gonna we're gonna make light of the issues facing cars. Yeah. And no, like, no, cars aren't real. Cars, cars are cars oh. are are machines that we drive. They are not humans. Sentient. Talk. I hate any movie. Oh. You know, oh, Beauty and the Lord. Beast, I gave it a slide because it was a spell set upon by a witch. <laughs> okay. So I was sure. like, these aren't sentient dishes and furniture. These are humans trapped in the bodies yeah, of yeah. sentient dishes and furniture. So you can right. stick but, through a movie like that or like a Freaky Friday, yeah, yeah. like anything where there's like a spell there, or There has to be a magical element to why an inanimate object is yeah. talking. But if there's just sure. these cars if running their just mouths. Talk, yeah, it's like talking, down. using accents, like you don't know what a car sound like. <laughs> <laughs> I know what a car sound like because I'd fix them. Yeah, what what, what uh, do you have uh, voices? Do you like uh, like talk? Do you like I know like certain mechanics, like God's mechanics, if you will, like the really really talented ones. They can they have kind of a sixth sense about these things, and they can kind of almost like communicate with the vehicle. Do you have that at all? Uh, do you feel like you speak to them and they speak back in your soul? Nah, that sounds like witchcraft. Okay, <laughs> all right, that's probably I fair. fix them. And all right. then they get fixed. All right, fair enough. You're you're you know what? I should have figured with the Budweiser thing. Yeah, I keep it simple. Praise the Lord. Drive fast. <laughs> <laughs> that was a T-shirt I was trying to get a NASCAR to sell. They were too afraid to sell it. Oh, they were Why? afraid. Dude, that I, seems you know, like right on brand for them. Hey, look, you know, maybe they're afraid some of the liberals, you know, some oh, liberals okay. Okay. Would, would be afraid because, you know, they're trying to take God out of sports. <laughs> Schools. Oh, like that, that Colin Kaepernick guy. Remember when he took a knee on the uh, on the on the finish line? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, see, I was I was excited happens. about it at first because I thought he was praying. Yeah, and he was uh, like, "Oh man, you know, uh, oh he's on his knees." I was like, "This motherfucker <laughs> out here disrespecting, kneeling for prayer." Oh, like, it, so it like, wasn't about yeah, the troops for you. Oh, not at all. <laughs> uh, for me, it's like if you if you kneel, you better be praying. Don't don't be kneeling for any other reason but to pray. Yeah, you're. That's, That's a very dangerous thing. Oh, to police brutality! Well, why don't you get on them knees and pray, God? Deal with that. Pray, pray to God for better cops. Yeah, <laughs> for more sensitivity training. That like makes that. sense to me. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, Vin Diesel, uh, your cousin, oh, uh, yeah, big he old man. Yeah, let's he, he lives out here, obviously now because he's a big yeah. Hollywood star. Did oh, you yeah. move out here with him when you guys kind of broke from the uh, the fold? Well, of the you know. Y- 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 you know how many Fast and Furious there have been, right? Oh, yeah. Upwards of at least okay. seven, I would say. Look, look, you know, I'm just saying he never given his cousin a shot, you know? Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. And then I'm saying, oh, he's like, he doesn't want to do nepotism. But I'm like, okay, cool. I believe that. Okay. But Paul Rock- Walker, God rest his soul. Yeah. His twin brother sneaking up in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just to fill, that's just to fill the void, though. Yeah, I feel like I feel like once you break that seal, you got to let me in there. And you so, gotta let me in right. there. So you're trying to get you trying to uh, trying to be in the pictures. I'm trying, you know. You want to be on the other side of the car. Yeah. Well, you, you know, I mean, look, look. It, <laughs> it's all working back to the same thing with me. People see me out there. They see me. They associate me as the car guy, grease neck. You know. Then next thing you know, I'm back in the pits, and people are calling on me more. Right. And who knows? I might get my own pit crew. Well, you, yeah, you could become like the first celebrity mechanic because there's celebrity exactly. chefs and celebrity like all kinds of like, you know, I guess the closest thing we had is Mike Rowe with 30 jobs, but he'd do it for a oh, day. Sure. He yeah. just dabbled. He was that, no let's commitment. Let's not forget, no uh, you know, our yeah. friends across the pond, the top gear boys. Oh, yeah. There you, you go. Know, they, they, you know, 
That's true. They they kind of they kind of set that. Yeah, we gotta we gotta kind of get you in that role. I yeah, think. Yeah, they don't yeah. move slow. Well, they Jamie is a, a, an accomplished uh, comedian actress. Oh, uh, uh, I just, didn't know that. Just went hey, to Scotland to do a that. big oh, run Scott, of shows. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, wow. Do you have any Hollywood tips for Gary here? Oh, if he's Hollywood if nepotism's tips. not going to work. Well, to to get you where you need to be, I well, I wanted to ask you, uh, when did you get your driver's license? Oh man, I got my driver's license. Uh, That's a boon in this town. Yeah, that that uh, it it had to be what about forty five years ago. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so were you were you ago. driving before the pits, or the pits come before driving? What happened? Oh, I man. know you experienced time differently than most of us. I, you know, I was driving before the <laughs> the pits. Before the pits, getting getting well situated. Yeah. And then have you done any, so do you, do you want to be an actor? Do you want to be a stunt driver? What, what are you trying to get into? No, I'm just trying to get, get whatever has me. I don't mind doing uh, a little acting. Okay. I, I really wouldn't do any stunt driving like that. You know, I leave the driving to the drivers. I'll fix the cars. Yeah. Okay. You may I, fix the car after the stunt driver rolls it, but yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's just an asset on set. Yeah. yeah. Like he can be the star of the movie and he can fix the car. <laughs> that would be, that would be so great. I think that's oh, Yeah, okay. Take you back on that. You gotta yeah. market yourself that way. You gotta, yeah. you gotta be like, hey, it's I'm a two-in-one deal. I will be the face, the star of the big-budget movie and... I can fix the car once yeah. the, once we wrap for the day. It's like, excuse me, Mr. Hollywood, before I start this audition, I will let you know, <laughs> are there any cars on set? Because I can fix them. <laughs> That's not a bad move. I mean, That's I've, good. people yeah. do crazier things to try to get noticed in this city. I think oh, that yeah. you could pull that off. So you've been in, a, you've been living in L.A. then for a little bit. How long have you been in this city uh, trying this? Oh, man, you know, probably for about... Three years. Three years. On and off. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. I'm going wherever the road takes me, mostly NASCAR. Yeah. Trying to yeah, pick totally. up those gigs. Yeah, yeah you got Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you kind of got to, you got to go real far outside of oh, town yeah. to get your, your day job going oh, on. Oh, definitely. It's going to be tough to moonlight as an actor when you're like driving up to, I don't know, Tustin? Where would you have to yeah. go for that? I have what no is, idea. What is Tustin? That uh, sounds yeah. made up. I, it's a real place, but I don't think it has a NASCAR track. No, <laughs> uh, no, nah, that's, you know, that that's deep behind the orange curtain of Orange County. Yeah, it is. That's right. Up to Irwindale. Up to Irwindale. Dale, Dale, see okay. We'll see what they got popping up over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe Big Bear, because they got yeah. a go-kart track in Big Bear. You know, know the big some... one in Indianapolis. That's the, the other one. <laughs> you ever you ever commute to Indianapolis for, uh, for gigs? You know, I you know, you would uh, driving might be fun and beautiful, but it'd take too long. So I take the train. Oh, okay. That's oh, fair. that's nice. That sounds yeah. pleasant, actually. Yeah, yeah, cross yeah, country. You just sit back, relax. You ever uh, rain sounds? You ever oh oh yeah. let's get some ASMR going? Oh yeah. What, what yeah. what's your favorite kind of ASMR, Gary? I bet it's like you, uh, you, like you look some, like an ASMR. Oh guy. man! Well, I like the ones where like uh you know like they got just a little bit of the latex suit on, and then <laughs> just a little bit, a little bit of the latex suit on, and then uh and and then they they kind of just they they'll, they'll just slap the butt. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. That's oh, my favorite. That's topic. what you fall asleep to? I see too. the confusion yeah, that took yeah. place here. Well, what, what you mean? <laughs> there, no, no, I think that we, uh, you know, it, it, if we're getting back to Venn diagrams, what you're saying technically falls under ASMR. Okay. Yeah, the Venn diagram of things that people masturbate to and things that are calming uh, to other senses is, yeah. it can be, it can overlap for there's sure. Definitely, there's definitely, Gary, you're in the clear. Okay. Yeah, no yeah you're good. That's you're good. what ASMR is whips and what chains. What do you think ASMR that. stands for? Uh, ass slapping, uh-huh. mega right. <laughs> 
says ass slapping. Ass slapping. Comma. See, now I understand. Okay, that might be the answer. But nonetheless, your answer was correct. Okay. I went to an ASMR club once. Well, it was more of a dungeon, but it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were serious. No, yeah, there's like, you know, I like the ASMR where there's people in straight jackets and then, you know. Yeah, and then everyone get walked around like dogs and everyone Or they fall asleep. They fall asleep or they come. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It could go either way. That's the fun of it. Either way, everyone's having yeah. a good time. <laughs> so uh, getting back to getting you into the movies here, uh, I, I'm not an actor, but I, I dabble in comedy and in writing and stuff. Do you have, uh, do you have like headshots? Uh, no, but I do have, uh, you know, uh, pictures from the pit. You oh, know, okay. That, oh, that some, I'm in the background. I'll zoom JPEGs. in on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you're handing us you... several uh, printed out uh, Microsoft Paint uh, yeah. JPEGs here. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's an artist's rendition. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm so this okay. is a, an artist in MS Paint drew a picture of yeah. you in a pit. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. It's because I was trying to find a photo of you before we did it, but, yeah. uh, but the one Getty image you're tagged in, the logo for Getty Images is over your face. Yeah, oh. yeah I know exactly which picture you're talking about, <laughs> and it hurts my heart. That's savage. It hurts That's my heart. That's too bad. That's and too then, bad. you know, I, I was like, well, I'll just pay for the Getty Image for a million dollars. It's a, a mil- million dollars. A million dollars to, to rent that photo. Just really? A, and to it's rent just it. a rental. You don't it's even get to keep the file? You can't, uh, no. Wow. That's Your computer terrifying. gets a virus after a couple of yeah. days. And it looks like uh, uh, that, that Getty image, that's on the red carpet of, uh, uh, what movie was this the red carpet of? I mean, it's obviously you and Vin Diesel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't tell what, what premiere this was for. Oh, see, see, this was a premiere that really didn't pop off as much, but it was uh, Pitch Black 2. Oh, okay. oh wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, we... The, and this was, was last year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't really get as much traction as we hoped, you know. I think it cause, it's because uh, Dwayne was doing his Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, yeah. Right. Like, what, what's going on over there? Yeah, absolutely. Pitch Black 2's going on over here. How about that? You can't do both of those at the same time. They cancel each other out. I yeah. wish they would just make up. I just wish they were friends again. Yeah. You know, I, I hate that they're mad at each other. I go to Universal Studios just for the tram tour, that part of the tram tour where you go into the Fast it. and Furious you verse and see they're them still together friends. Again. Exactly. It's so nice. That's why I got an annual pass. <laughs> just so I can go back and see them be if friends. If Dwayne would stop being a big look and, you know, <laughs> look, you know, talk diesel mano y mano, really get get face to face. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's some bad handle it like man. Yeah, do you have any like inside like we love we love to dish on Hollywood Goss on this podcast. Sure. Do you have any like inside scoop info on that beef? Like what's going on there? Yeah, I'll tell you exactly what happened. The reason <laughs> they got mad was because they were having a D and D session on set. <laughs> right. Oh. And Dwayne was power he was he was he was power tripping. He was metagaming an RP, a tabletop RPG no. metagaming because oh. he didn't want to lose. Oh god. Wait, so he was Petty. He, that's very petty. Was he who he wasn't DMing though? Because who was DMing? No, no, Vin. He's Vin's always, always DMing. Always yeah. the DM. And 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 Dwayne's going through looking for uh, like oh actually no this Cobalt uh, showed up and gave me this cloak of a thousand yeah, retellings just or something. Truly unfortunate. I was real mad when I heard <laughs> that story. <laughs> I normally don't make, call out people, but I like that as soon as we brought up D and D, Jamie just pulled her phone out. Listen, <laughs> it's I don't know what it is, and I don't care. To. I'm I'm learning. I was slowly. like, well, I'm gonna have nothing to contribute. <laughs> for this part interesting <laughs> I 
appreciate your honesty. You just gotta get your hands on some dice, and then uh, everything else will help. You ain't lived until you vibrate in your hands. You ain't lived until you roll a dice with twenty sides. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's very good. That's uh, so many. That's too many. Yeah, that's so many options. That's so good. many results. That's so so wait, many uh, hours of your life, Gary. You're you're into you're into RPGs and stuff because as you a know, Budweiser I, man, that strikes me as surprising. Yeah, you know, I like to sit back and watch Vin and his friends argue over, you know. Goblins. And oh yeah, goons. Good goons. <laughs> goons and goblins. I love it when like a like a like a tough guy from New York City shows up in a game. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like all right, you know, y'all do your thing. I'm gonna just keep cranking these buds back here. <laughs> Goon shows up and yeah. breaks some high elves' kneecaps. Yeah, <laughs> for their debts. Because you always gotta pay up. You always gotta pay up. I didn't. I would never have guessed that uh, Dwayne and Vin's beef was over D and D. That's fascinating. Oh, yeah. Uh, and do you think Vin's ready to bury the hatch and Dwayne's just not meeting him halfway yet? Uh, yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Because, Shit. you know, like I said, he's a big good look. You yeah. know, he, he doesn't yeah. like, he does, he's one of those folks, you know, you you met the folks, you tough guy folks, you know, they don't ever want to say sorry. They just want to, you know, want you to forget and move on. But, you know, the, the our family, we don't forget and move on. We right. discuss well, it. family. Communicate. Family. Yeah, Vin family. says that all the time. Yeah, he stole, the word that. Family he stole a lot. that. We we say that. It's fast and furious. Like mm-hmm. it seems kind of semi autobiographical. Then about your family. Like, oh, definitely. It seems like if there's, I mean, family. there's definitely some stand-ins for the parts of your family that have like maybe, you know, been upset that you and Vin broke away. But you create yeah. your own. Oh yes, family. my great aunt uh, Gladys <laughs> murdered. Had amnesia and came back. Whoa! Yeah. Wow! So, so, so that was a one to one. Yeah, yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> uh, I mean, we were talking about crazy family stories in the last segment. Uh, I need to know what, uh, how did uh, it transpire? And her, were the details the same? Well, or? you remember we were talking about grease bootlegging. Yeah. So this is mm-hmm. about oh, she was a bootlegger. Yeah, she was a bootlegger running running grease from Mexico straight all the way up to to Spokane, Washington. And, you know, that's yeah. a long journey. It's a long journey. It's Lots a lot of, you can, yeah. you can run into a lot of, you know, ne'er-do-wells, you uh-huh. know. And, uh, and let's just say she ran into the wrong one. And some grease we, bandits, yeah. Yeah, we oh. thought she was dead, sold her house, all her belongings. She came back two years later. Couldn't remember a thing. Whoa. Yeah. Is she doing okay now? We don't know. We just, we told her she isn't our aunt. Uh, we didn't want to deal with the issues. <laughs> just cut her loose? Yeah, you just put her in a yeah, home or something? Yeah, we didn't want to deal with those problems. That, that, that was family. family walking off That's like family. the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, we didn't want to deal with those problems. <laughs> Uh, wow. I mean, I think you could honestly, your life story, I mean, I know it's kind of Fast and Furious, but like, you know how there's like, sometimes there's the movie and then the documentary about the real story behind yeah. the movie. Oh, I think yeah. we could sell your story as a, as a film, like a documentary. For sure. Like a Herzog. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like the sound of that right now. That's good. I mean, you should just, I mean, have someone ghostwrite your memoirs, write them yourself if you want. And then, and then you can have that optioned. I don't know why Vin hasn't thought of this. Uh, well, he, what what uh, he could be too, too busy He's with his jealous? head in his games. Too too many oh. goblins and goons in his brain. Too many goblins and goons. That's cool. I think the first one they said he's got too much gabagool in his brain. <laughs> oh no! no that's now that me. I wouldn't believe. <laughs> Uh, and uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, this is just something I'm just remembering now. I do. I remember I got uh, as a big Hollywood uh, mover and shaker. I got a uh, like original draft of the Guardians script before Guardians of the Galaxy came out. And I remember before they had uh, Vin's character say, "I am Greece." Was that the studio that changed it to Groot? No, that was, that was us. We, you know, uh, you, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I look. Yeah. Oh, he's getting very us, serious. Us Greece next. 
across the game. Uh, Wiping a lot of grease off his forehead. Uh, the Mujishes. We all, we all, you know, I ain't going to say it on air, but we all use the same password. Oh, so shit. So I went in his emails. Uh, I, I tried to use the grease brand, uh, <laughs> and I was like, look, the only way Vince taking this deal is if it says I am grease. <laughs> they, did, uh, they did a pass. They said, nope, doesn't work. And I was wow. like, can't argue with that because yeah. you at least tried. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I like that you uh, you snuck that in there though. That's nice. Uh, oh yeah, gotta get it past those because uh, those suits, you know, those suits. Oh, they don't yeah. know what's good content. They, they no. never know. <laughs> they never know. But they take credit for it. Oh yeah, they oh, will. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> How's this landing for everybody outside of LA out there? <laughs> uh, so Gary, before we go to plugs here, um, I have a uh, what is like uh, your dream role? Like, is there Ooh. past like movie that's maybe coming out, or a movie you'd love to be in, or a movie that already exists that you're like, I should that should have been me? Like, what would be your dream project? Yeah, you you see that uh, Ford v Ferrari movie coming out, that race car driving movie. Oh yes, sure. I, I've seen oh. the yeah. Yeah, I want a movie like that, but from the, the from the perspective of of the pit crew. Oh, me yeah. and the lead. That's fun. It's my like autobiography. It. So you're gonna kind of be like there, making sure you're like the 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 Mandalorian craftsman, like making the Mandalorian armor oh, yeah. so the Mandalorian can go out and kill. Oh yeah. So you kind of you're rev. So these will be still cars fighting. Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> they will not talk though. Those cars yeah, will not, not talk. Not in my fucking life. <laughs> oh boy. Good. Sorry, I didn't Good. mean to use a curse. No, that's on your okay. Program. That's no, okay. That's I didn't okay. mean to use a curse on your program. You know what? Let them out. Serious. Let them out. If it, if it's in your heart, let it out. Oh, no, no, yeah. I just no. I don't like to curse on the program. <laughs> I did. I did notice that you did rip your shirt a little. <laughs> you know, it just, it just made me mad thinking about it. Yeah. Wish I could give two words to that Lightning McQueen. Oh, oh fuck! He's fuck more like guy. a cloud. Yeah, <laughs> body bagged. Uh, well, Gary, I wish you all the best. Uh, Jamie, do you have any final uh, tips or thoughts for Gary before we get into plugs here? Well, Gary, I just want to make sure that you know you're you're living a happy life and that you got some balance in in your life. Have you ever uh, been in love before? Oh yeah, we never got into your love life. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into I that. I just want to know a little time. bit about your. Pr- I just well, I just wanted to make sure you were good before I'm, you do your look, plugs. I'm as good as they come. Okay. All right. And all I'm right. in love with. I'm in. I'm in love with my with my with my job. Okay. I'm in love with my job. Okay. And it's always been that way. Never, and he's good. No high school sweethearts. Uh, or, you know, no. we don't need to talk about any any. Well, now any, I think we stumbled any, into something. No, nah, we don't need to talk about any ex wives that may have my kids well, in Florida and wives and kids that in a restraining order. Whoa! Yeah, that's the hat trick. Well, they got the kid in Florida with a restraining order. Wow! Yeah, that's so we don't need to talk about that. Uh, maybe I'm understanding the rift between you and Vin a little more now. We could talk about your side pieces, though, right? Right. Yeah, side pieces of the car. You know, get in <laughs> there, you know. Side mirrors. Okay. Yeah. There, there you go. There you go. I'm just as someone who lost their virginity to a car. Yeah. I just wanted to make oh, yeah. sure that you're good. Uh, I, yeah. How does that make you feel? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's my Hollywood tip to you: is you can have sex with the cars if you want. It There's wasn't a, one of the Lightning McQueen movie cars. No, so. no, no, just a regular car. You can just and 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 it doesn't. If if your thing is that you don't like an emotional response, <laughs> that you can have sex with a car. Oh, it's not that. something. It's not something they tell everybody in this town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I not wish. Everyone. I wish they told me that when I moved here. Kevin, yeah. you can have sex with the car. Oh, uh, hell yeah! You can have sex with the car. <laughs> 
Look, I might have you look Florida. Yeah, you look Florida right now. Yeah, yeah. No, this is mind blowing. You know, I'm I mean, you don't I have told you to, something but you, you didn't can. know about but cars. Yeah, yeah. The option is there. It's just you know, you you just never think to try it. You know, you see that right. that muffler. You like a lot of yeah. people think to try it. A mm. lot of people think to try. I I would I if I were you, I would survey the pit crew and see how many people thought about having sex with the cars. Okay. But like make them do it anonymously so they don't get embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we no, don't want to kink shame anybody. Google form, Google form. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how you that's the only way you can get the truth. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying you know, if you don't want to make a long term commitment, it's a good option. Uh, well if over if over half my crew fucked a car, I'm a fucking car. <laughs> That's a good rule. That's a good rule. I like that. That's a better system than like uh, voting for president. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> literally the popular vote matters. Determines whether you're gonna have sex with the car. Love it. But yeah. uh, but you probably only should have sex with cars that you own, though. I think. I think it gets weird if you start oh. having sex with other cars. I don't know, Jamie. I, I defer to you on this. I just feel like maybe that's uh, a, pit, well. a gray area. It is a gray area. I think that, I mean, consent is always important. Exactly. Right? And so, because if we're going off of, you know, cars don't, they can't, they're not real, right, <laughs> in terms of sentience. Yes. Uh, you got to check with the owner. You got to say, hi, I've been eyeing your Corolla, and would you mind if I came to your garage while you're not home and I had sex with it? <laughs> and normally, sometimes they say no, sometimes they say yes for a fee, and sometimes they're like, you're my friend, and uh, <laughs> here's the key to my house. So it just kind of depends. It depends. Cool. But consent, consent is always uh, crucial in these situations, yeah. As, or any, really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Gary taking down feverish notes. <laughs> He's yeah, like, scrawling away at the so inkiest right. piece of printer paper <laughs> I've ever know. seen. <laughs> Got to be prepared before we have my crew. Let's <laughs> the car. <laughs> Just check in with them. See how they're feeling. Just go in there. And you know what? If you really got to sell to them, just be like, hey, there's no uh, rule in the book that says people can't fuck their cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> classic, classic Airbus. Open up the owner's manual. It don't say that. <laughs> well, don't say that I wish you the best of luck on your uh, cinematic and sexual journey, <laughs> Carrie. Yes. Uh, obviously, this episode is coming out on Friday, December 6th, everybody. Friday, December 6th. Uh, we'll start here with Jamie Loftus. Jamie, uh, what do you got going on online or otherwise that you want people to know about? Oh. Oh, uh, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help. You can uh, follow me on Instagram at Jamie Christ Superstar. I don't know I, if anything. Oh, I, I have a podcast coming out this month called My Year in Mensa. Ooh. Uh, that is about uh, getting harassed by Mensa for a year. Wow. Oh, I do yeah. remember this, actually. That was the other thing I was yeah. thinking about asking you earlier. We'll have to have you back to really get into that. To but get, uh, Or yeah. people could just go listen to that podcast. Yeah, hopefully. It'll yeah. all be there. It'll be out sometime in December. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, go follow Jamie and all the things. And if she's in your town, go see her do comedy. Or a boss whom is a girl. If that's Are you touring that still? Or is it on a yeah, hiatus? Yeah, I'm doing it for uh, a couple. I'm doing it in San Francisco in January. And then... In, uh, 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 New York and Philadelphia in February. Awesome. So go follow Jamie to find out what those dates are and go to that because it promises to be a romp. A romp. <laughs> a right romp. Uh, Gary, obviously Gary Greaserneck. Uh, we've, uh, I mean, these, hopefully uh, your film uh, where you're from the perspective of the pit crew, Ferrari oh, yeah. v Ford. That great. Ford yeah. v. Dynamite, I can't remember. Uh, what else is going on that you want people to know about? Uh, well, just definitely follow my friend, Ify Waddy White. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, nice. Ify. I love Twitter him. Yeah, you know, he's, he's the one who suggested that I come on this podcast. Oh, uh, he did. Yeah, 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 he's been on before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So definitely check him out. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, you know, just uh, 
look at your cars. <laughs> just look take at your a car. take a long, love. a long, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a look at your car and fall in love again. <laughs> I, I don't even want to do my plugs because I want to end the episode on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but everyone should go follow Ify on all the things because uh, uh, he's a he's a great comic and a very funny guy and a great podcaster. And I've been meaning to ask him about how he's doing in Destiny 2, but it just hasn't come up recently. But I'm sure I'll eventually find Watch out. Watch his streams. You'll see that he is. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's streaming out it. for the raid. Oh, yeah. I love it. Uh, and uh, as for me, everybody, uh, hey, Tonight, on the day this comes out, uh, secret show in Canoga Park, Late Late Breakfast. I'm going to be doing a documentary trailer screening. Speaking of film. Oh, cool. Uh, my, my former co-host, Matt Brousseau, and I are making a mock documentary trailer where the, uh, since people who are hearing this now, we've probably already shown it, so I can probably say what it is. It's going to be a documentary about one thing, but then it turns out it's about the directors. <laughs> Ever Bye. heard of such a concept? <laughs> where they, what do you turn the camera around on yourself? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that'll be tonight, uh, Message late late breakfast comedy at gmail for the address. Uh, Tyler Jackson and ooh can't remember the other Danny Moppin uh, hosting that. It's gonna be very fun. Other than that, eight at KB Anderson Yo and all the things. Go read my articles on bunny ears. I should have something about being drunk at holiday parties coming out soon. And uh, you know just. Rate, review, subscribe, like, share, content, you know? Uh, Jamie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having uh, me. I, please come back anytime. You, you're you in town and having a good time. Always. <laughs> Always. Always. And Gary, is there a nice meeting you? Uh, I wish you again. I wish you the best. And I hope uh, I hope Vin lets you into the fold, uh, into the, the real cinematic family soon. Yeah. Gary, you're the best. <laughs> Gary, Gary has so his much. eyes rolled back into his head thinking about <laughs> Gary all the cars. Uh, we'll see you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>